0: sequence start. Standing by for solid rocket booster separation. Five, four, three, two, one. Lift off. We have a lift off. Thirty-two minutes past the hour. All right, lift off and the clock has started.
1: Yes, sir. Reading you loud and clear. New and exclusive. You're listening. Voyager Every 4 computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. Now it's time For Voyager Radio The very best of house, trance and progressive A musical journey Into infinity
2: Hey guys, welcome to a very special episode of Voyager Radio this week. Since the very first edition of the show just over a year ago, I've been working in the background on a very special project, the Golden Discs. You might have heard me talk about this in previous episodes. So we're going to start with a bit of space history. So when the NASA Voyager Space Shuttle Programme was launched back in the 1970s, it was to send spaceships into infinity, basically, to see what they could find uh, and transmit all the information back. So they're still travelling now. And for the programme, they had an amazing idea to get together a collection of music and sounds from planet Earth and print them onto a 12-inch gold-plated copper disc that was designed to stand the test of space and time and send them with the space shuttle into infinity. So these golden records were put together in the 1970s and contained sounds of Earth with a record player and pictures of how to play the records should these be found by aliens. So these basically contain things like the word hello in different languages The Sound of a Baby Crying, and of course Music of Earth, which includes stuff by Mozart, so the Magic Flute is in there, there's Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, and even songs like Johnny Be Good by Chuck Berry. So I've always been fascinated with the Golden Records, and I continuously ask myself, what would be on these discs should we send another spaceship into infinity like we did in the 1970s and this is where we come in here on voyager radio i'm very excited to be given the task of consulting with some of planet earth's finest musicians to find out songs they would choose for the records so this is the very first episode of the golden discs and for this artist the show is going to be split into two parts so you hear the first hour of the show this week and then next week you can tune in to hear the second
1: Welcome to Voyager Radio's Golden Discs. Salvete qui cum qua estis. Onam erga vos voluntatim habemus
0: Et pacem per astra ferimus. Sia nibing alemot hao. Ojidiano. Per z nasho
1: svitu. bajajamo sciascia, zoroja in noha elita. This is the Golden Discs on Voyager Radio.
2: I'm Suzanne Chesterton. This is Voyager Radio, the very first edition of the Golden Discs. And now we welcome onto the show our first guest. She's one of the greatest musicians in trance music. She's worked with everyone from Armin Van Buren to Allian Feeler, Ram and so many more to produce and sing on some of the most amazing songs in the world. Please welcome Susanna. Onto Voyager Radio. Welcome to the show, Susanna. Thank you so much for coming in and for taking part in this.
3: Wow, what an introduction! <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm really excited, and I love the concept of the Golden Discs. I didn't really know about them, and I think you know, all of we we are all fascinated by you know the universe and space and stars and what whatever is out there so I I think it really speaks to the imagination as well definitely definitely so we're gonna kick off the show Uh, so
2: so just to explain to the listeners what I've asked you to do so I've I've asked you to 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 think about 10 of the songs that you would choose to represent planet earth and you sent me over the list and. Uh, now you're here to have a little chat with me about what you put onto the list, why why it's there, and 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 what it is about that song, about that record, about that musician that means so much that you would think that you know an alien life
3: form would benefit from hearing the music. To be honest, to pick ten tracks, I I, I kind of felt the pressure, you know, just to think about, okay, if that's going to represent planet Earth. So I decided to just make it very personal. Um, and I think, you know, if I can relate to it in a way, then hopefully some other species out there can relate as well. That's what the Golden Discs um, are all about. So
2: coming, so your first record that, that we're gonna play tonight is a song that you wrote with Omnia and the Blizzard called Closer Back Into... Well, it was released back in 2010. Could you just explain a little bit about the the song, the background and how that that came?
3: Um, Well, actually, Closer is also the title track of my first album um, that was released on Armada Music. And Closer was the first single off of that album, so it was kind of, you know, a meaningful track in that sense. Um, And the inspiration behind it was um, that, like, the emotional energy of music and how i feel that that energy is helping me and other people kind of get closer to who they are because it can uncover certain underlying emotions and you know reach your um, emotional inner world i guess and maybe it will you know um, release emotions in you that you haven't felt in a while or you're not letting really Um, out to other people so it was really like about music and what music means to me and especially what trans music means to me and how you know that emotional energy of the music um, plays an important part in
2: my life. Thank you Susanna that is of course what music and trans music is all about so let's have a listen to the track this is Susanna featuring Omnia and the Blizzard with Closer.
1: Golden Disc Special only on Voyager Radio
2: You're listening to The Golden Discs here on Voyager Radio. I'm in the studio with one of the world's greatest musicians, singer and songwriter, Susanna. This week she's with me, selecting ten songs she would choose to represent. Planet Earth that will eventually go onto our Golden Discs here on the Voyager Space Shuttle. That was the first of her selection, a song she wrote with Omnia and the Blizzard called Closer. What an amazing song that is, Susanna. I'm sat here and the hairs
3: are standing up on the back of my neck. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites. Um, Just thinking back also to that time, you know, working on a first album and it was only quite recently, like maybe two, a few few years before that, that I actually discovered trans music and got involved with it and then to have Closer um, do so well as a first single off of my first album Uh, actually i was touring with armin at the time and he um, asked me to perform it as the first track of the show every night Um, so that was a great honor (laughs) of course Um, and uh yeah it's still you know a favorite of mine i perform it in every live set Um, i'm actually also we just created like an acoustic version of it for my event Susanna 15 which is my because it's my anniversary this year <laughs> um, so um, yeah it's definitely a special track to me and I was you know in light of the whole theme of the, the golden discs I was thinking about um, you know music also being a universal language so if closer is like an ode to the emotional energy of music, it's also an ode to music as a universal language, and if it's bringing us closer to who we are, then maybe it can also help us get closer to others, you know, including possibly other species I don't know
2: <laughs> I, I love the concept I love how much thought you put into it absolutely absolutely brilliant that's that that is that is so right so just going back to you were saying that, that you know it's only a couple of years before that since you actually discovered trance music what what kind of
3: music were you into before then ever since I was young I, I knew I could sing somehow and I wanted to be a singer like I dreamt of being a singer um, uh, but it wasn't until I was like a teenager that I actually started performing. I was really shy as a child, so I didn't really tell anyone that I wanted to sing. Also, my whole family is kind of—they still don't understand where my musical talent comes from because none of them play an instrument or anything. So I didn't really grow up with in an environment where it was normal to make music. So as a teenager, I started really doing that. I picked a high school where there were a lot of opportunities to do. Uh, music and play with other musicians um, they had like concert during the lunch breaks uh, big christmas celebrations. so that's where i really started uh, yeah performing for uh, other for what's, for an audience so to say and most of that was at that time I would consider myself to really be like a rock chick so I was really into rock and alternative music yeah.
2: <laughs> so how did you go from you know we were just talking about the track Closer how did you go from having all these ideas to want to be a singer to going to the high school and 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 picking the high school that had a lot of musical influence if you like
3: how did you go from there to touring with Armin and then what, what happened? The story is uh, quite simple actually because um, I I used to be in a in a band. We started this band uh, when I was in high school, and a neighbor of my family actually, her, attended one of our shows, and and he was like, oh, you have a good voice, and he had contacts in the dance music um, industry, and those contacts were Raz and Adrian, Raz Nitzan and Adrian Bruckhauser, yeah, and and they for those. Of, listeners who don't know you know they are responsible responsible for writing and producing top lines for some of the biggest tracks you know in the history of trends like the sound of goodbye Armin van Buren they've worked with Ferry Corsten, but I did not really know anything about trends so I did not know you know how iconic the, they actually were um, But yeah, so this neighbour introduced me to them and I just at the time just thought oh, it will be a nice opportunity to gain some studio experience. Um, But little did I know, uh, you know, a whole new world new musical world opened up to me and um you know 15 years later uh, here we are <laughs> wow that that is is just incredible what was it like you know did you have
2: a moment where you actually realized how big this could potentially be and what and what this was
3: all about um, i can't recall the exact moment but what does come to mind is the fact that Uh, Shivers was actually, so my track with Armin was actually the second uh, trans track that I did. Soon after that I started touring with Armin and that made like such an impact on me and it really opened my eyes also because I got to connect First of all, he would play 9-hour sets, so I heard a lot of trans music and I really fell in love with it. I was like, oh my god, this music is amazing, how did I never hear this before? Like, where was I the past 18 years? Um, And I met obviously a lot of other trans artists and I found that so inspiring to see how they, you know, um, were working on their career. yeah, that was just such an inspiring period and also I I got to connect with the trans crowd in places all over the world and really get a sense of there's a whole community involved with this and I really felt at home there, it really made me happy to tour and to be with these artists and to connect with the crowd and to hear that music. So that that's I think when it clicked for me and obviously those tours, like the first tour we did with Armin, if you compare it to his shows now, it's like, if we're talking about like the universe and stuff, it's like a, I would say a world of difference, but it's like a universe of difference, in the sense of, you know, um, how they create the show and everything. Back then, we had to bring our own outfits. Um, I don't, th- they had a bit of a stage design, but it it wasn't what it is now with, you know, you know, nowadays he—I don't know—it's mind-blowing what he does in his shows. So it's completely different. Uh, it was a different time, but very. Maybe that's what still makes it so special. Also. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the there's um, so Armin recently did the Armin Only uh, tour, and you you were with him for a, a few of them shows. Is that is that right? Well, the last uh, I did two tours with him, so that was. Um, Armin Only Imagine, Armin Only Mirage, and then there were two other tours that I wasn't on, but then two years ago he did uh, for his 20 year anniversary, he did two shows in the Amsterdam Arena, Best of Armin Only, and I performed there. Of
2: course, and that is that the one where you uh, you're walking across a bridge, and then you get you get pulled up into the air at some point. Is that
3: that the the, the, the part where they they pulled me up into the air? That was during the opening of the show. Um, and I performed Desiderium 207. That's the track we did for his uh, Mirage album. I I always get confused because Imagine and Mirage, to me, they are all the same letters. So I'm like, but that that was for the Mirage album. Um, So I performed that. And yeah, they had me flying like midair through the Amsterdam arena. When they first told me, I was like, what do you want me to do? do? You want me to fly? through the air and also sing at the same time. But it yeah, I, I really loved it.
2: That must have been, was there some point where you were looking
3: down at everybody and just thinking, oh my goodness, just. No, yeah, at first I thought I would be afraid, but we rehearsed it and I felt really safe. Um, they had someone there who was responsible for my safety and it was, I, I when people use the word magical, I always feel like it's, they are exaggerating, but I, I, I do really feel that it was magical. I felt like I was floating through the air and there was this red light everywhere. And, you know, I think inside the MC Marina are like 30,000 people or something. And that energy, you could almost feel the anticipation that everyone was feeling because, oh, the show is starting and what is it going to be like, you know, and then Yeah, so I really enjoyed it and I was glad I got to do it again the next day because we did it two times. (laughs) So yeah, definitely a memorable moment. Incredible. Honestly, it is. It's
2: it's a real accomplishment. So what we want to do now is um, just kind of taking you back to... Uh, Your musical roots for the next song, so this one, your second uh, choice of of the uh, tracks to include on the Golden Discs is something by Tori Amos called Winter, that goes back to 1992.
3: How old were you then? Back then I was, I'm from 84, so I was 8. But I, I don't think I discovered it once it came out. I discovered it a little bit later when I was 12 or 13 or something. And, and what and what is it about the song then that, that means so much to you?
2: Uh, could you just explain the reason for your second choice?
3: Well, I, I just picked this one song because I I, I, I love it, but I, I just remember listening to Tori Amos all the time for a really long time <laughs> and I would really daydream to her music I really feel that she's one of those female artists that is greatly you know underappreciated um, I think she was one of my biggest inspirations throughout my teenage years and she just has a way of taking me to a different world with her music um, with the sounds and the lyrics and her piano play she can play really haunting I don't know, she has a haunting way of playing the piano that just gets under my skin. Um, and you know, she takes me to a different world and I thought that was kind of fitting also for the theme of the golden discs. And I picked Winter just because when I think of Tori Amers, that's one of the first songs that comes to mind. And um, yeah, I, you know, we would we used to go with my family, we, we used to go on camping trips, like three weeks in the summer. That included a lot of driving, and I would just be with my disc man. I guess it was at the time. um, In the back of the car, just listening to Tori Amos, like the whole trip and just looking out of the window and, you know,
2: daydreaming. (laughs) So let's have a listen to the track then. This is Susanna's second choice on the Golden Discs. This is Tori Amos with Winter.
1: This is the Golden Discs on Voyager Radio.
4: No, can't wait I forgot my mittens wipe my nose get my new boots on I get a little woman in my heart when I think of winter I put my hand in my father's Sleeping Beauty, it trips me with a frown I hear a voice, you must learn to stand up For yourself, cause I can't always be discovered as winter melts flowers come competing for the sun years go by and I'm here still waiting withering where with some snow
1: San Chesterton's Golden Discs
2: Well just listened to that that is another beautiful song here on Voyager Radio that is your second choice out of ten that you've had to put forward to be included on the Voyager Space Shuttle's Golden Discs that will be going into outer space to hopefully uh, meet up with an alien civilization somewhere in the future so that was Tori Amos with Winter uh Susanna, just listening to that, that track I can see now why why you chose it. I mean the the chord progression, the, the vocal, everything. It's it's so like trance music and the, the breakdowns in trance that we hear you sing today. Yeah, no. I,
3: yeah. It's interesting you should say that. And it 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 gave me just listening to it, it it, it just gave me uh shivers again, like shivers, like goosebumps. I don't know exactly why, I can't I can't explain it, but I sometimes tell people, oh, I, I didn't, I never really was into trans, trans music, and and they're like, oh, you were a rock chick. Then how did you end up in in dance music or rock, like alternative music, this type of singer-songwriter stuff? That was the kind of music I used to listen to. But I actually think there are like what you're saying now. There are a lot of similarities between the music I used to listen to back then and uh, and trance music. Definitely, I mean trance music is, is still everywhere now even if you listen to certain
2: you know, styles of dance music that would th- say oh yeah we're techno or uh, there's a bit of snobbery there or, oh no 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 we're, we're deep house but actually you listen to the chord changes and and they're so trance like so, some of the songs and I think you know listening to that now I can kind of see the similarities with, with what you sing in trance music and, 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 and Tori Amos I think that's an amazing track for your second of uh, the Golden Disc selection so we're going to move on now to uh, your third selection. So from we're going back to nine, uh, 2008. Now, so 11 years ago, with Anne Brune, "Changing of the Seasons." Could you just explain this one, please, for the listeners?
3: If you listen to it, it's really a story, and it's very. You can see the the scene. It's almost like she. When I listen to it, I can see the the movie scenes in my head. Um, it's basically. She's singing from the perspective perspective of a man who has a hard time committing to um, his lover in the relationship. He changes like the seasons, I guess. That's that's the idea, and that he he she sings that he says, you know, um, uh, it's a changing of the seasons. I need them. I get. I guess I'm too Scandinavian because she's from Scandinavia, um, and then there is a really nice ending to it and you know i don't really want to explain it too much i think um, when we listen to it and if you listen to the lyrics you'll, you will understand what i mean um, but that i found that really inspiring and i was also thinking i don't know is earth the only planet where we have some seasons <laughs> um i don't know I, I i'm not an expert on that but i think that I personally love living in Holland even though we always complain about the weather and the rain and stuff but I love the fact that we have seasons and I do think that th- that what she kind of describes in the song as well is that they, they affect our emotions, our moods, um, every season comes with its own traditions. So yeah, that, that, those are a few different reasons why I, I just really love that song. Absolutely. That, that is so fascinating.
2: It's actually something I've never really considered before. I mean, I suppose on an alien planet, they must have seasons of some sort. But uh, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. So let's have a listen to that one then. This is Anne Brune with Changing of the Seasons.
1: This is The Golden Discs on Voyager Radio.
5: Sleep on her chest, the best sleep he ever met. Nevertheless, he dreams of some stranger's caress. He awakes and he knows, maybe some the curtains aside unfolding the first morning light he glances at his disenchanted life restlessness is me you see It's hard to be safe. It's difficult to be happy. Sless is me, you see. You see it's hard to be safe.
1: Voyager Radio's Golden Discs
2: You are in session with me Suzanne Chesterton here on a very special edition of Voyager Radio we have Susanna here with us in the studio and we are running through her top 10 tracks that she would choose to represent humanity and to send out into infinity on the Voyager Space Shuttle if it was to happen Today, Don't forget the original Voyager Space Shuttles went out in the 1970s with the Golden Records which included Sounds of Earth, everything from a baby crying right right through to some of the biggest hit music of the 70s. So that was her third track, that was Anne Brune with Changing of the Seasons. Wow, what an incredible song. Again, Susanna. She kind of pulls you in and you want to know the story and where where it's going. You can hear again the, the chord changes that are all too familiar when you, you think that the songs kind Kind of, you know where the song's going, and then it completely changes, and you have the whole goosebump moment. is so so emotional as well. That that's another track that, like the lyrics, what you were talking about there, and and the way they're written, and and then the guitar bit, and the, all the different instruments coming in in the middle, and
3: the crescendo, and. Then it falling back, it's just just incredible. Yeah, it has all of that, and yet it feels so, so like a small song. You know, it doesn't sc- scream out loud or anything. But think that's yeah, that's brilliant. I mean, I would love to write like that and have that effect on people. It's it's kind of one of those songs that I wish I would have written. You know, and I'm sure your music does have that effect on
2: on many people. Look at what you're you're doing for 15 years of Susanna. It's it's a very simple. Acoustic concepts. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about it?
3: Actually, I love how you say that. It's it's quite simple because that's that's how that's what I had in mind. Like, oh, I'm gonna do this event, and I'm not gonna you Know go make go to extreme and keep it simple, but you know, it's just getting bigger and bigger. And we have nine musicians, <laughs> so we have a string, a quartet, double bass, a grand piano, synthesizer, drumslash percussion, and guitar. Um, and also Ana Criado and Sue McLaren will be performing. Um, so you know, it's it's yeah. It's becoming much bigger than I, I kind of had in my mind at the beginning. But at the same time I th- think that if I would known how big it would end up being and how much work would be involved I probably would not, not have started. <laughs> so it's good I kind of went yeah I think I, it's good I just kind of went in into it like oh you know we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah but uh, it's only a few weeks away it's on the 9th of november uh, in the netherlands in amstelveen and it's so amazing because people are coming from like japan and canada and european countries um, uh, like the uk france italy just the fact that you know people think it's worth you know traveling for coming to the event and celebrating my anniversary with me that's so that's so special um yeah so it's uh it's a lot of work but it's definitely worth it we had the first rehearsal on last week i was kind of nervous for it i knew already because i've been working with the composer geronimo i i knew already that what we had created you know in essence sounds beautiful but how is it gonna sound because he takes it out of the computer you know so how is it gonna sound when we actually sit with the musicians and also I I was just really concerned with are they going to get along are they gonna enjoy the music you know are they all feeling okay (laughs) Um, because that's an important part for me too I want even though it's my anniversary and it's Susanna 15 I want it I see it as something we're doing all together. And there's also, like, we do like have a VIP package um, that includes in the afternoon, so before the event, like a hangout uh, with other the other VIP guests, and myself, and possibly also Sue and Anna. I still need to verify <laughs> with them if they wanna join. And uh, a goodie bag, and they will have early access to the actual, part of the venue where the show is going to be and those tickets are are almost uh, sold out so yeah, so if that's something uh, people are interested in, then uh, yeah, they have no time to waste. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that
2: that is a money-that-can't-buy kind of package, you know, to be able to, to sit and talk to you and come along and meet some of the people that are going to be for- performing on the night and get to see the show. It It is the kind of thing that, that just doesn't come around every single year, the opportunities like that.
3: Yeah, that's that's true. And I, I also, you know, I see the event also as like a celebration of transmute especially vocal trans because if you're a vocal trans fan like if you're a fan of a DJ let's say you're a fan of Armin the chance is, chance is pretty large that you will be able to see him perform somewhere during your lifetime you know because <laughs> he tours a lot but there are not that many vocalists trans vocalists that um, perform uh, on stage or tour and that was also kind of part of the idea for me or the, the, the thing that I'm passionate about to kind of paved the way for vocalists in a way, in that sense. So that's why I also decided to invite uh, Anna and Sue to perform. And, um, you know, I just also see it as um, like this hangout in the afternoon. Also for trans fans to spend time with each other, you know, because it's a community and for them to get to know each other. I know, for example, some people are traveling by themselves. Um, It's an opportunity for them to also meet like-minded. People and for us to just you know hang out together casually and yeah just spend some time quality time together.
2: Now we're moving on to song four, which is um, from 1995. Now I remember this one coming out myself. I was. I would have been 14 in 1995, and I remember Alanis Morissette with with the album *Jagged Little Pill*, and this one was was one of the tracks, and it's called *You Learn*. Could you just tell us a little bit about this track?
3: Yeah, for me, uh, her that album *Jagged Little Pill* was the album that inspired me to start writing my own lyrics i would say at that time it was more like poems that i thought maybe one day i could put on music Um, but yeah i just played that album over and over when i saw the release year i was like was i really only 11 when i heard that in my memory i was like 14 or 15 but it must have been earlier because i remember we were on a holiday in switzerland with my family and friends of my uh, parents and um, one of them actually played me the album in the car and he's like you you should listen to this it's an amazing album Um, and actually that same holiday her music started inspired me to start writing my own poems and lyrics and stuff like that
2: wow so it was alanis morissette that inspired you to to do to write write music basically yeah <laughs> wow that's incredible so from Jagged Little Pill then this is Alanis Morissette with You Learn
1: Golden Disc Special only on Voyager Radio The Golden Discs on Voyager Radio.
2: Okay, so that was Alanis Morissette with You Learn, taken from the album Jagged Little Pill, which was out back in 1995. You're listening to Voyager Radio. I'm here with Susanna in for a very special edition of the show. This is the first ever Golden Discs. And the fourth track that Susanna has just has chosen as part of this collection was from Alanis Morissette. Great... Um, track again, Susanna, I, one of my favorites as well. It's definitely, like I say, trance-inspired somewhere, I think. Just, just an amazing track, but also we can
3: hear maybe a little bit of a rock influence in there. Yeah, definitely, yeah. That was, uh, I guess, the starting point of my rock chick uh, era. <laughs> so
2: we're going to move on now to the next one, which I was a little bit surprised that this is uh, something from Beyoncé called Irreplaceable. Could you just tell us a little bit about the reason for the song choice?
3: I just felt that this list has to have a Beyoncé song on it Um, because I'm seeing this list as like you know these women these female artists deserve universal recognition (laughs) Um, because I think she's one of the most iconic female artists of modern times um so i felt like she can't miss in this uh, list and irreplaceable is just it's it's maybe not her most iconic song but with her music she's trying to uh open the discussion about certain societal issues and irreplaceable is is like a lot a breakup song basically but i think it was on one of the her first or second album that she did outside of um, destiny's child and i also remember around the time of that album it's called b-day i think Um, uh, she did a tour and i went to her concert and i was like blown away by her performance and she had a full female band like all her musicians were women and i thought that was really for me as a you know young aspiring artist that was really inspiring um, and also like two or three years ago i went to another one of her concert and she's just like out of out of this world so i think that's very fitting <laughs> for this theme of uh yeah of the golden discs
2: yeah yes absolutely so let's have a listen to the song then this is beyonce with irreplaceable
1: suzanne chesterton's golden discs is the golden discs on voyager radio
2: you're listening to voyager radio i'm suzanne chesterton and i've just played you something from beyonce called irreplaceable that was the fifth track on the list of vocalist Susanna, who joins me now she's in the studio and we're just running through the track selection for the golden discs so Susanna could you just tell us a little bit about you know listening back
3: to that now how how does that make you feel it just stood out to me that it's so different from the other tracks that I picked I just think it's so catchy you know that to the left to the left everything you own in a box to the left I remember I just really you know when I first heard it I was like oh my god that's so clever so yeah it's just a fun a fun song and I always like her attitude. She has a kind of this attitude in her songs, like um, strong woman attitude. I guess. Um, yeah, I just love Beyoncé.
2: I think you're right. I mean, what we've heard so far is it's kind of if you look at yourself from from where i'm sitting and probably the fans as well they'll be able to see that every every track that we've played some so far they can kind of see that reflected in in you um in some way and from beyonce i i would see that you know she she's clearly a strong woman but but so are you you know you're working at the highest level um, just as a vocalist, as a songwriter, as an entrepreneur, as a career woman, as a businesswoman. You're doing absolutely everything in this, this man's world. And I, I can see
3: Essence's, Essence, Essence of her personality in yourself as well. Wow, yeah, I never really looked at it like that, to be honest. But um, yeah, I definitely take that as a huge compliment. And yeah. Um, That's probably why she inspires me as well. Because it it resonates with my own ambitions and my own view of life. And yeah, I connect with her on different
2: levels. Absolutely, thank you so much for this Susanna unfortunately we've run out of time so we're going to have to leave it there for today but we'll be back same time next week with Susanna to find out her final five songs, so make sure you tune in for part two of the Golden Disc special here on Voyager Radio I'm Suzanne Chesterton, thanks for tuning in as always I'm going to leave you with the final approach, but for this week there's a bit of a twist, it's a song that was chosen back in the 1970s to be on the actual Golden Records so as we speak now it's on its way to infinity and if the timeline on nasa's website is correct it's past neptune and it's reached the space between the stars outside the sun's heliosphere that's mind-blowing right uh, well this is mozart with the magic flute have an amazing week and i'll see you back here very soon i'm suzanne chesterton bye for now bye bye
1: slow the engines we're on the final approach